Check out this commentary with video at tinyurl.com slash WFDoubleDare. Becky, did you turn this thing on? Don't you look at me like that. Is it on? The light? Yeah, the red thing's, yes, it's on. Okay. Hello, internet. My name is Amos. Amos Rabinovich Perez. I am best known as the Hollywood's youngest craft services worker ever. At age 12... I worked on a show you all know, a little show called Super Sloppy Double Dap. Uh, thanks to this wrestling podcast uh, for reaching out to me. I get to tell my story behind one of my favorite episodes. Uh, it is with the wrestlers on there, that's why I'm on here. The Hacksaw, Hacksaw Jim, a dear friend of mine who I get to tell my story about here in just a minute. And Mr. Perfect. I don't know why they called him that. He had some weird hair. Before we talk about that, and I give you a little bit of commentary, let me give you a little bit of background about myself. Again, my name is Amos. I come from a family of craft services workers in the Hollywood area. My father, Swartz, was a great man. Did it all of his life. Craft services is a little bit of everything. You give snacks to the people on the show. You help set up the set pieces. You do a little bit of everything when you're good. And I was good. Let me tell you, I was the best. So was my father. My father was the best that Hollywood had ever seen. So good, in fact, he wanted to train me when I was nine years old. And so he did. And I followed him everywhere. Win, lose, a draw. Cod shocks. I believe I even did the pilot of Saved by the Bell. We were great. And then unfortunately, tragedy struck. 1987, my father passed away. It was not by choice. Thank goodness I would not have been able to deal with that. He was driving in traffic. It was a truck carrying lunch boxes. It all fell on him. To this day, I have never, ever been able to take my lunch to work, and that is why I am thankful to work from home now. From then on, I decided I'm going to take the family business to the, the tops of the pops. That's what my British friends say out there in Britannia. So I took the family business over. Now you're asking, why, why don't why did your mother work? Unfortunately, my, my dear mother, Betty, uh, she suffered from what they call gigantomastica. That is when your breasts, as a woman, as a, your breasts get so large that you just cannot help it. She was bedridden for many years until, unfortunately, she passed away last year. It was a shame. God rest her soul. God rest my father's soul. Betty Perez. Amos Ravinovich. That's me. 
rest my soul. I like to rest often. And my father, Schwartz, again, he unfortunately passed away when all the lunchboxes fell on him and took over the family business after his passing. And from there on, I became the world's youngest craft services worker in all of Hollywood. Again, I was the best. And a very thankful, super sloppy double dad was my first major production after my father's passing. They put all of the trust in the world into a young boy with a dream in his eye and glory in his heart. And so I provided snacks and I helped set up games and I did everything for those people. And it was a good, good time. Now, before I talk about the episode, I do want to uh, thank my dear friend Asha, who I live with now here in Cody, Wyoming. We have a ranch, made lots of money in Hollywood, and I am now a board game developer. I work on some great games, one of which that I just sold. I sold it to Disney, actually. It's called Snitches Get Stitches. It's based off of the Lilo and Stitch franchise. You tell on Lilo for taking cookies out of the cookie jar. Whoever gets to Stitch's mom first gets Stitch. And that is the game. It's a great game. I sell them all the time. I sit here with buds and I draw the tracks and I color code them. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I, it's a blessed life, I tell you. I live here with my friend Asha here on the ranch that him and I have paid for with our adopted daughter, Becky. She is such a gem. She set the, all the microphone up for me. I'm not very good at the technology. I draw on the boards and I put the colors in and I make the points, but I don't get on the computer that often. I guess you could say the technology has passed me by. Becky, I love you very much. Asha, you are a good, dear friend. After I got out of the dating scene, he's like, I agree with you. I agree with you, brother. And so now we are here in Cody, raising Becky. And it is a blessed life. I love you all. And now, let's watch an episode, my personal favorite, of one of my personal favorite shows that I worked on. Super Sloppy Double Dare, featuring the wrestlers. The big, tough wrestlers. The guy that they have that, that sent me all the info said, I need to tell you, Becky, could you play the button? We're, we're, we're doing this. I have to talk over this thing, and then I guess they're going to put it on the internet. Becky, could you press play on the VCR? The v no, no, the VCR. It's the one with the... No. No, not that, not the Apple thing. The, the, there we go. We have the wrestlers here. I always love the Axod gem. Uh, we bonded on the set. What happened was I was sweeping up one of the events, and I had Kraftwerk playing in the ear, the earpieces that I had in my ears, and Hacksaw Jim walked by while I was mopping, and he, he, he wanted to admire the work of Dr. Francois Kevorkian. I couldn't blame him. He's a great producer. From there on, we formed a bond. Every other year, we go out to the Duggan home in Glens Falls, New York, and we have Christmas. Myself and Asha and Becky and the Duggan family. It's a good time. In 2009, Hacksaw Jim and myself, 
doing with Madison Square Garden that, that we tried to get some good tickets from that Vince fella who runs all the wrestling, and we couldn't, unfortunately. But we saw Depeche Mode together. It was a great time. Jim is a big fan of some of the the, the stuff, the latest stuff. Well, personally, I just I'm a, I'm an enjoy the silence type of gal, if you know what I mean. First of all, the Perfects, Mr. Perfect, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for them. You know, it's funny that Mr. Perfect, uh, they call him Perfect, yeah, kept having to do take after take after take, because all he wanted to do was flip off the camera. What a rascal. I cannot do, as we just showed everybody right here, everything I do and everything I've done in my life has been absolutely perfect. All right, well, we'll uh, find out if uh, he's truly perfect. You know, Mark Summers, he's a good guy, good, clean guy, but he just couldn't stand these wrestlers. He was afraid that their bulges and the, and the tights, the bulges from their genitals, would corrupt the show, would corrupt these children. That's why they wore the little skimpy tights in the first scene, and then later on, they wore the sweatpants, because Mock didn't want the children seeing the bulges. Personally, I think he was a little intimidated. That's just me. That's just me. That is just my opinion. So I always just bring my two by four wherever I go. All right. <laughs> and Amy is here, and uh, I think you have a great uh, partner here, Amy. Uh, you like animals. They you know, that Amy, she was a little bitch. A little bitch, let me tell you. She had just gotten a period that week, her first period. She, was, she thought she was on top of the world. Womanhood was coming in, and her boobies were developing, and I just, I couldn't stand it. I'm, thank God I forgave it. My young Becky, like that. you're such an angel, dear. question or take the physical Mark, 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 babe. Yeah, Harvey, what's going on? You know, I just loved that Harvey. That Harvey was just, he was a stand-up type of guy. He'd let you run over him with a car if you lost a bet that you shouldn't have been making as a minor over some horses and you needed someone to take the fall. But that's neither here nor there. You know, those, those cigars he was waving around, they were actually from Cuba. You see, he, he likes smoking the cigars, but those goddamn Cubans, they just he couldn't handle them. You couldn't deal with them. Couldn't negotiate. Mr. T. And $10, that is the answer. Mr. T, $30 now for the perfect team. I'd like to know, what are the two styles of wrestling in the Olympics? It's funny, my, uh, my cousin Pete, he's the one who got me the job. He was the one who wrote the questions for the show. Uh, but he was such a pervert. He was such a funny guy, but he was such a pervert. He would always try to get those double entendres into the show. So it's fun, try to get those by the senses. You know, there was one kid sometime made 10 grand on this show because he just kept repeating 69, and we were all losing our poop. With Tanner, you could dare the hacksaws. You know, I felt so bad for that Mr. Perfect. I never really said more than a higher bye to him. I don't really know him that well. But that Vince fella who runs the wrestling, I don't like him very much. He was all over the set. He was one to control everything. He kept yelling, Mr. Perfect, just stand up straighter. Stand on your tippy toes. Even he tried to get him these little, like, rubber things to put on his shoes, like lifts. Like, to lift him off the ground. It wasn't Mr. Perfect's fault. That, that kid was a boyish six foot four inches tall. 
bring you up to $60. Or oh, you could dare them. Dare them. Now worth $20. Uh, the fear of gravity. Is it barophobia, dorophobia, or pinned on the matophobia? Or you could double dare them back. Double dare. It's worth 40 Are we going to take a physical challenge? She thought she was hot shit, Emmy did. Waving around her pads, showing everyone that, hey, she's a woman now. Well, listen, honey, I knew what uterine lining was, and I wasn't impressed. She kept making me get her little cups of ice cream and whining about her cramps. I, her mom kept laughing, and I just, I wasn't having any of it. Tanner, you could dare them. Three. Three is right. You guys know your stuff. We have a tie score. It is now 50 to 50, and the hacksaws could take the lead on this next question. In what U.S. state was WrestleMania 3 held? We'd bring it to 60, give you the lead, or you could dare the perfects. Detroit? Detroit, you're right. Well, no, that's actually wrong. I asked for the state. It you know who I enjoy? So, no I love that no Seth Rogen Gold Bond Ice Cream Incorporated makes special desserts with pictures of wrestlers on each ice cream bar. What's the product name? Is it WWF Wrestling Creamster Bars? Or is it WF Superstars of Wrestling Bars or Tag Team Treats? Would bring it to 60 and give you the lead. Same again. Uh, WWF Wrestling Creamster Bars or WF Superstars of Wrestling Bars? Or Superstars of Wrestling Bars. You're right. Add another 10. You've taken the lead. You now have $60 for the perfect. And we're going to take a commercial break and find out how perfect Mr. Perfect is. I kind of want Hacksaw Jim to go to the obstacle course. We'll find out together what happens after this. Unrelated to anything, I get that mock summer Christmas present every year. I'm so thankful for him getting Welcome me that job. Too. I'm here with get him socks. He loves socks. He loves wearing them on his hands. You guys probably do a lot of reading on the road because you probably don't have much of a social life, especially if you look like Mr. Perfect. But uh, tell me, who wrote the book Catcher in the Rye? We're being up to 70. Who wrote the book Catcher in the Rye? Or you could dare them. Dare. Now worth 20. Do you know who wrote the book? Or you could double dare them back. Double dare. It's now worth 40. You're going to take a physical challenge. Physical challenge. Uh, J.D. Salinger is his name, and we have a $40 physical challenge for Mr. Perfect. That little fake wrestling ring they had set up on the stage there with the little ropes. Uh, they used what they used for the ropes there. What happened was Mark Summers, as nice as he was, he just could not tolerate kids who could not, who could not be good at the autograph signings when they would whine and they would sniffle. So what he would do is if he saw parents who could not raise their kids, he would take one toy from every kid in the line. During the autograph signing, they would have him do at the places like Orlando and Seattle. And he would take one toy from these whiny little kids to show them not to whine in public and embarrass your parents. And what they did was they melted down all those little plastic toys and they made the ropes. Come back over here, put the cape here, get the liniment and pour it all over his shoulders, okay? Then take this container, put it back over here, and to really slime him up, he's sitting exactly under the spot with all the slime. Pull this down and make sure it gets all over him, okay? Do you have any question as to what you have to do? So you go back, take the wig, shampoo, make sure everything's back there. And it's funny, I actually helped conceptualize this game with that Robin gal. What we did uh, was I, we sat down and we thought of life experiences. And Robin brought up something she did with her mom, and it reminded me of a thing I did with my mom. Uh, what she did was she would have me shampoo her hair every morning because again her breasts they were very large, and she was she was bedridden, she couldn't do it for herself. However, she had our maid place the different hair things around the house, uh, and I would have to play hairdresser. I love playing hairdresser. My mom's hair it was so 
comfortable and luxurious, but I would have to run around the house and get each thing, find each thing. It was kind of a fun thing. Uh, but my mother, right before she passed, she told me that it was because I was such a little fatty, which I was. I was a little fatty, and I needed to lose the weight. I needed the exercise. What wrestler is known for his weasel suit? Would bring it a $100. You know, I knew a guy who was known for having a real big weasel suit. His mother didn't believe in cutting us sons. Tell me, Hacksaw Jim and Amy, listen carefully. On what current NBC TV show do characters have the same last name as one of Cindy Lauper's wrestling pals? Well, you could dare them. Dare. Now worth 20. Once again, listen carefully. On what current NBC TV show do characters have the same last name as one of Cindy Lauper's wrestling pals? Would bring you up to $80. Double dare. Double dare. Now it's worth 40 or the physical challenge? Physical challenge. It's the Hogan family, and we have a $40 physical challenge for the Hacksaws. Come right over here if you would, please. Before we did this game, I had to go get an entire bowl of jelly beans for the Hacksaw Jim. Kept asking for gimmicks, and I had no idea what he was speaking of until one of the PAs on the show mentioned a French candy he ate when he was in France backpacking in high school called Gimmicks. So I went and I got some Gimmicks. We could have those special ordered and delivered to the studio in under 10 minutes. Uh, Hacksaw seemed a little happy, a little disappointed, though. He was very sleepy later on, though. Very, very sleepy. Either underhand or overhand and get three inside this platoon in 20 seconds or less. All right? So get over there behind that gentleman over there with the big mouth. And when I say go, make the spitballs, toss them in. If you get three in this platoon in 20 seconds or less, we'll give you 40 additional dollars. On your mark, get set. We used to throw the wildest crew parties and after they were done for the day. All the kids from all the other Nickelodeon shows, they would come by and they'd see us and we'd all let loose. There was one time where all the boy extras from Mr. Wizard came by and they showed us how to suck an egg through a straw. It was, it was a blast. It was so educational. You know, it's, but it sounds dirty, you know, sucking an egg through a straw, but I, I guarantee you it's not. All the saliva cleans up your mess when you bust. No, they don't. That sound means it's the end of round one, and we have a tie score. The Perfects have $100. Hacksaw Jim has $100. We're going to come back for a $40 toss-up and see who goes to Super Sloppomania 2's obstacle course right after this. Don't go away. You know who I enjoy? I love that Seth Rogen. Welcome back to Super Sloppomania 2, Mr. Perfect versus Hacksaw Jim. And in this round, all the dollar values will be doubled. And when you hear this sound, that means the game is over. And uh, let me come in here. Hey, Mark, Mark. Hey, what are you doing? You started God, I hate me. to interrupt. You know yeah. how I hate God, I hate to interrupt. That Harvey, again, I love him so much. Such a good guy. Uh, he was the one who actually had to give the Birds and the Beast talk to all of us kids working on the sets at Nickelodeon. Uh, what we did, uh, we, we, again, we worked for Nickelodeon often, so there were times where it was a little hard to get alone time with our parents, so our parents all got together, and they, we had a convention for a weekend at a very nice hotel, it was a very nice hotel, with nice spaces and all that, uh, and what we would do is we would have different classes, like there'd be a tampon insertion one, uh, there was one called Learning Your Erection, Javi taught them all. It was a great time had, great time, my most vivid memory, however, was when that Melissa Joan Hot, she wanted to explain it all, so she decided to raise her hand and drop her drawers right there. 
because we were having a discussion on Crips in the media, and she felt as if she was being incorrectly portrayed. Setting up this game was just absolute hell. Man, that Mr. Perfect, he has a fear of buckets again. I like the guy, but a fear of buckets nonetheless. He kept crying about how some guy named Max used to kick buckets in him when he was a little kid. And he would, he would, he just cried. He cried all night. Kept saying, I'm not good enough, Daddy, I'm not good enough. I had to go get him a cotton of milk with one of those little straws while Mark sat there, bless his heart, and he hugged him. He hugged him for hours. Took us all day to get this one game shot. Funny thing, though, one of those buckets totally fell on his silly head. We had to reshoot the whole damn thing. Took us a day. Oh, you're spitting. That's really classic. You, you wish you could be like me. See, you're standing out here and you're about five foot two, and you're looking at a man here that's six foot three. Someday. Let's go have a seat over there. We gotta carry on with the game. You look like a geek to me. That's right. Come on. Come on. Let's go play the game. Let's go back over there. Now, I always admire these people who can grow up long hair. Mine falls out after about five months of growth. According to the World Almanac, what invention is the oldest? Is it the bandsaw, the circular saw, or the hacksaw gym? It's worth 20. Last Christmas, Hacksaw Jim, we were all sitting around at Christmas. Tell me a funny story. He was wrestling Mr. Perfect in Los Angeles. Christopher Lloyd, great actor, I love him to death. He was sitting in the front row. Mr. Perfect, he's a very passionate, opinionated guy. He let him know he was offended. He was real mad about how in those Back to the Future movies, Michael J. Fox, his mom, he wanted to dupe him. She wanted to dupe him in the butt. And he let Chris know about it. Wouldn't shut up. He had his delay the show the rest wrestling show for 45 minutes while they got Mr. Perfect in the room. It's a fun story, but uh, I guess you just had to be there. I'm having a hard time getting through here myself today. Why don't you go over on this side, and uh, Hacksaw, if you could go over there next to Robin, because No, it's funny. We were all crazy and wild and having a good time in the 80s. We just never realized how many of these games looked like they just were poop. Several of these guys buried deep inside. When I say go, you have to reach down in here and try and find two of these hulksters in 20 seconds or less. And how do we know if they're really a hulkster? Well, your job will be to spray the uh, little guys off. Uh, you may spray your partner as well. You want to move up a little bit closer. And to make things more interesting, let's blindfold Hacksaw, okay? That way, when he reaches down there, it's going to be a more difficult 20 seconds to find two hulkster dolls. Give you $80 in the lead if you can do it successfully. Good luck. This is where you want to go, Hacksaw. Right over there. On your mark. They always accuse with us, but I swear we never, ever fix these games. I used to gamble on them. Again, I, I in these games, I'm not saying I got Harvey involved, but I might have once or twice asked him to let a horse kick him in the mouth for payment. Uh, but I once I won a year's worth of pony rides from Mike O'Malley because some little girl in Milwaukee really kicked ass at filling little buckets with the lines on him. That means $80 goes over here to Mr. Perfect's team. Let's move back and play some more super sloppy level there. Holy cow. Well, unfortunately, that means more money goes over to Mr. Perfect. I'm glad for Ryan, but uh, we have another $20 question. You know who I enjoy? I love that Seth Rogen And Ryan, that 220 goes completely to you. You own all that money, and we will see you at the obstacle course with Mr. Perfect. Well, Hacksaw, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Amy, you get all that money. That's $100. Hopefully, we're going to see Hacksaw at the obstacle course as well. But we also have great things for you, Amy. And Harvey, what are those things? Mark, today for our second place team, we have hit sticks, drumsticks, and an amplifier, too. But you don't need drums to make these sounds. You know, that little bitch, Amy, she bitched about the hit sticks for, for days. 
She threw an entire fishbowl into a wall because she didn't in a damn car. I think she had hepatitis. Ah, that's my hands. Welcome back to Super Sloppomania 2, and uh, Mr. Perfect's team did win, but uh, Amy, I'm going to tell you that I I'm not too sure about how this whole game went. He was trying to delay things up there earlier, so whatever prizes these guys win, I'm going to give you duplicate prizes, all right? Yeah, that Amy wasn't supposed okay, to play in the final. Her team lost, but see you next Tuesday. Okay, this one is called Snowstorm. You run in there. Those things will be flying around. You must grab that flag up there, come out the other side. That's where Ryan will be. And Harvey, what's the first prize for Ryan and Amy? It's White's 2500D metal detector. allows you to. They probably had 500 metal detectors in our stock room. They just give to anyone. We once, you know, we once went through Orlando with some of the extras one night, and we found so many little boy caskets filled with coins. Never had to repun a dime of that money to Uncle Sam. Why don't we bring her in? The Slopmeister, ladies and gentlemen. The Slopmeister. This? I dated that little girl in eighth grade. We actually knew each other all the way through high school. She made me realize that I love titties, but not in a sexual way. I like the way they're made. Like an architectural thing. I like the way they round and they curve. Uh, she actually became a nationally ranked weightlifter during her junior year. I just felt so safe in her big, strong arms. Grab that flag, pass it to your partner, and Harvey, what do they win this time? Hey, it's Casio's BB-1000 Advanced Pocket Computer with AK through 4. Ah, Casio. I, I loved him. Number three is a sewer chute, and Mr. Perfect must crawl through here. Up here is a rope, pull it. Down comes some gack and a flag, and over here is Hacksaw. What are you doing? I'm standing right here, mixing up a special concoction for Mr. Perfect. Okay, well, Father Rocket, my mom's juices were in that concoction. I don't want to say how he got them from a... <laughs> it's Bushnell's Science Series Educational Products for Children. Star Watchers Decoder Set a Telescope with easy-to-read self-teaching illustrated manuals. Learning made fun by Bushnell. Ryan, number four is the cage. Get in and pull on the bowl of the bell and down will come a flag. You know who I enjoy? I love that Seth Rogen. These radical tires and space-age features. Fusion 500 from Kent, where the future is now. Mr. Perfect has obstacle number five. I actually smoked my very first blunt in the drum roll wheel thing. It was only about a month or so after this. I heard that Jonathan Brandis had gotten an airing, and the rumor was that he loved the herbal stuff. He was such a stud, and that's what I wanted to be. Never smoke weed, kids. It smells like veterans' day. It's time to go through the ringer, and you can help your partner by turning this crank in this direction. As you go down, you will find this flag. And don't forget to pick it up, because you'll pick up more time, and you'll also pick this prize up. It's the Baldwin Explorer Portable MIDI Electronic Keyboard with 16 solo voices, 16 automatic rhythms, and built-in stereo speakers from Baldwin Piano and Orton Company. Number seven right here is time's running out. Reach in there and grab that flag before all these balls fall down on top of it. You know, it was rubbing on the set that I was homosexual. Again, I'm clearly not. I, I like women, but not why I don't like men in that way either. But I don't get all these things. They were I didn't get it at the time. They were alluding to all these balls falling and filling up the mouths and the big mouths swallowing people all. Now I do. It's nice to see how much they can. It's an unbelievable Bush Gardens getaway. We'll send you to Bush Gardens, the dark continent in Tampa, Florida, where you'll see one of the largest animal collections, thrilling rides, and exciting shows. And it's your Bush Garden getaway if you do it all from Super Sloppy Double Dare. 
Set, Super that creepy wrestling guy Vince, he wanted to try all these events before he would let Mr. Perfect do it. He was just so oily. He kept asking us all the crew, he kept asking us how much he glistened. He wanted to know how much he glistened. Glistened, god damn it, I think that's the thing he said. Just wouldn't shut up about his glistened. You know, unrelated, I uh, I met Madonna on the set of Family Matters when I worked there right before college. Uh, she was dating that chubby dad fella, the cop with the one with the gun, but they didn't they didn't want anyone finding out for obvious reasons. Uh, she used to walk around dressed as an urban cowboy to throw them all off. Oh, hey, see, see here, camera trick. It was, they were all my feet. They did this camera trick and involved a very limber camera operator and some mirrors. It was great. So that is it. That's the episode. I want to thank you all so very much for indulging me here on this wrestling podcast. Again, I don't like it, the wrestling personally. I'm more of a roller derby guy. I enjoy the skates and the action. Wrestling's not so fast. It's not for me. I do want to thank everybody here. I believe it's Close Your Ears, Becky. The WrestleFucks podcast. I want to thank you all so much. It's been a good time. I believe they do podcasts every Sunday evening. Something like that. Uh, the, the the guy who uh, set this all up, he wanted me to let you know to follow him on Twitter at NotThatTomGreen. I don't do the Twitter again. I I barely use my phone to begin with. Uh, but again, all thank you all so very much. You are all kind, kind-hearted people. And uh, for indulging, uh, boy, a boy at heart. I stand here in front of you, 38 years old almost. I'm an old man, but dear, deep, deep down, I'm still that 12-year-old who provided snacks for all of the people you loved to watch on the television. Thank you all so much, and bless your hearts.